All right, Poker Tov, we continue in the Gemara Moed Cotton Yud Beis Ahmed Al. We're discussing more ideas about what work you're allowed to do in Cholomoyd and what you're not allowed to do. So Rav Choma Shora Lohu La'abun Gore Devei Reish Galusa. Rav Choma permitted the table stewards, those are the guys who work at the tables, of the house of the Reish Galusa, the Exilarch. What did he permit them to do? To lemebad laho avidetabachodemoada, to do their work of repairing the tables on cholamoid. Okay, so the exilarch has tables to eat on. They need, so they had them fix the tables. Now, what would be the issues? Are there any issues? What's the pro and con? The server guys, or they? The tables are broken. Repair, repair the tables. I guess they, they had an all-inclusive job, right? So they're there. Let's say, let's say the staff at uh, Cafe Chalie, if a table breaks, who fixes it? Well, the waiters fix it. That's they're not really professional. You say you can fix it. Okay. Okay. Why they fix? Okay, it's a minor thing. Okay. Is this something necessary for Cholamoid? Yeah, they have to eat on the tables. They have to eat on the tables. Okay. Are you allowed to pay a worker to do work on Cholmoy? Well, I don't know how they pay, and that's another story. Are you, allowed, are you allowed to work for pay on Cholmoy? Yes, okay. If, if, you, if it's needed for the community. Okay. So now that we've juggled around all our ideas, let's see how much on, on task we are here. Omar, you said... Even to Agar Lokashakli, since they don't take any formal wages, but they merely receive meals. Okay, in other words, you get uh, room and board or whatever, or board. That's a wage. <laughs> okay, but but that they get every day a meal. Yeah, okay. Okay, table breaks, table doesn't break. They're, they're just on the you know meal list. Okay, so since they're one second, so since they're getting meals. And it's it's not a formal wage. They're considered to be gaining only an indirect benefit. It's not like being paid, and therefore of a less than ball. Therefore, I have no difficulty with them fixing things. It's not a forbidden category of work. Now let's see some commentary here. The work that was performed by these stewards was a sort permitted chalmoit for the tables they were preparing were needed during the chalmoit period. So number one, you need, if you don't need it for Cholamoid, for sure you can't fix it. So these are the tables. They're eating on the tables. The table's broken. You want to eat on Cholamoid. Fine. But you figured that's the only problem. No. Nevertheless, they would have been prohibited to receive direct payment for their work. There's a new issue that you are going to be enlightened to. Because when you pay someone for work, that's what we call Uvda Dechol. It looks like weekday activity which is something we avoid acholamoid. In other words, we do what we need to do. We want to make it, remember, it's, it's, it is a holiday. So the rabbis want to preserve the, um, uh, the aura of a holiday and not to do things like you do when it's not a holiday. So therefore, professional work we don't do, work that involves a lot of intensive labor we don't do, so part of Ling Lung that is paying people wages. That is not something you do on Yontif. So therefore, it's the rabbi saying it's an uvda dechol. 
and paying somebody, um, a Jew, really you should not work for pay. Now, there will be exceptions to that rule. If the Jew has no food and needs money or he doesn't eat, okay, well then he has to get paid or he's not going to eat. We're talking about a guy who doesn't remember the, the default position. You have to always remember the default position. Default position, you don't work a Chol Hamoy. That's what we have to remember. That's the default position. And because everything that goes with working, a Chol working is a work day. So that a lot of things have to do with working, you know, not the least of which is traveling in rush hour traffic that the Gemara didn't have to deal with in their days. Can you imagine how you feel like driving an hour to work and an hour back? That is not exactly something that, you know, has you enjoy the Yontif. So, Part of that is we don't want to make it look like anything of weekday work. And paying is as well. You're not supposed to get paid for things. Now, if you don't have any food to eat, okay, that's a different story. So now here, the indirect benefit of taking meals is not regarded as weekday activity because you're just eating. Eating is something you do, even if that's the payment. But it doesn't look like a weekday activity because everybody eats on Cholomoyed. So it's, um, you want to call it a subterfuge or whatever you want to call it. But but the point is, there is a concept of a weekday activity where I'm taking, listen, uh, making payroll, taking the check to the bank. There's all there's all kinds of mundane activities, which is not in the spirit of Cholomoy. And if you know, if you go and you work, even if the work is a permitted work, that's the point. But the taking, giving and taking of money for after doing work, that looks very much like a weekday activity. And again, when you're taking money and you have to go to the bank and this and that, all these other things, that's weekday activity. We try to avoid that. So and therefore- is okay by not getting paid. Only certain work. So there's two, there's a two threshold. There's more than two. There's many threshold levels. One is certain types of work are not allowed. Right. Now, certain types of work are allowed. So that's one threshold level. Second threshold, however, you're not supposed to get paid for work you do on Kol Hamoy. That's also a weekday type of activity. But there's exceptions to the rule a person doesn't have. The idea is a person's not supposed to work on Kol Hamoy. That's it. Finished. But for, if it's this needs and we decide, great loss. <clears throat> person that food to eat. Uh, community needs. Certain things we have to make an exception. So therefore, the payment is one of these rules you shouldn't get paid. Now, if you want to defer the payment for after Cholomite is an interesting shiloh. But the act of me giving you money, really, you should not be engaged in business on Cholomite. Ah, but what about a grocery store? A, a bakery? Okay, you got to eat. And the baker has to be paid. All right? So since food is a necessity, okay, and no one's going to... Uh, sell you food you know for nothing so you have to give them the, the, uh, the money for the food but doing work even if you're going to do work you shouldn't be taking money for the work okay so that's the idea so okay. yeah go ahead go ahead Sharing money on Colomite is okay then. O- only if you only need if you to buy the grocery to buy. i don't i don't uh we just said, oh, yeah, okay. if you need to, what if you don't have to go to the grocery store? No, we say you want to take See, again, again, the point I'm trying to make, and the point we're trying to bring across in the learning of this Masechta, we have to change our default positions. 
Okay, for whatever reason, we live in the Gullus and we have to work and I'll call it whatever it is, we have to change that default position. The default position is, the pure default position is, you don't do any activity that's not necessary to enjoy the Yantif. That, and going to work is not a pleasurable activity. Okay, or more than that, it's distracting. You're supposed to spend your time learning Torah, davening, saying Tehillim, and, and that's, you know, I'll go to the base of Migdash, whatever. That's when I, and we spend a lot of time at work, you're distracted from the holiday. We don't want to do anything that distracts you from it. So a normal, normal, in a best case scenario, you know, you daven nice long, it's it's chalamoid, laning and this, and you daven for two hours with lulav and estrogen and all that, and then you have a nice relaxing meal, and then you learn for a few hours, and then you go to mincha, Whatever, you know, that's what it's supposed to be. You're not supposed to spend time on the other things. Okay, you got to eat. Okay, you can make breakfast, lunch, and supper. Fine. If something, if there's a leak in the roof and the whole house is going to fall apart, okay, you can fix it. So, therefore, that's the accommodation. So, going to work, you don't work. All right, the table stewards, listen, we have to have tables to eat on. Okay, you can fix the tables. But paying him, what's this business of paying? Paying is not a, is, is, is not a holiday activity. So since they're getting a meal, that's fine. Now, again, if I have no, I'm not going to, you don't pay me. If I don't work today and I don't get paid and I don't get any money, I'm going to starve. Well, that's not a young tough activity. Uh, activity to achol hamoy. So that's why he's saying that's okay. So that's, it's, we have, this is changing the mindset that we're in. But, you know, so, but many of us, that's just the goalless. You know, it's, for, for many people, it's a regular day, just more dominant. And you eat in the sukkah. You know, so that we got to shift away. That's what this Masech is trying to show. We shift away the mindset, which is not necessarily an easy thing to do. But what if these workers, these table stewards, were getting paid every week normally? They got paid $100 a week. And they still needed them to do the community service and have serve the food. And Again, if... Again, if they have... If they don't need it, do they need the money? Do they not need the money? That would be the answer. Or perhaps, perhaps you defer the payment till after Cholmoid. Okay, so they can get paid, but a week later. Yeah, well, because you're not doing anything. Okay, so it's not really earning the money as much as it is. A yeah, but here, here the Chiddush here, the Chiddush is, they're in effect getting paid on Cholmoid, but the payment is through food. Yeah, and therefore, yeah. we're giving him a meal. So that's getting around. You're effectively getting paid, yeah. but it doesn't look like you're getting paid because you're just serving him a meal. That's the Kiddush, right? And that's all he ever got. They never got money in payment. No, I'm saying if they did get money. So even in today's world, nobody gets, nobody, rarely you get a check. It's direct deposit. It just shows up. Uh, so then that would so not be an issue. Right. But what if you get the check? And you go to the bank, you know, or whatever else you do, you know, waiting. In the, you have to remember, well, not too long ago, banking was a very frustrating pr process. How long ago was it when you waited in a line, Shelly? <laughs> when you were younger. Okay, and I, and I remember certain banks were notorious. You could wait a half an hour, right? And, and, and there's always this old lady or old man who wants the person to update every passbook they have. And you just want to just make it the problem. So, you know, you're forgetting it. We're about 
old lady, old man. Now. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, so, so that, that's all not in the spirit. So like certain things you try to avoid doing. Like you try to, let's let's say, uh, Tony will be happy with this. Uh, for Tony, you're listening uh, uh, in there at Stroll Land. So yesterday, my, I, I it's right, right before Yontov, so I filled up the car with gas. I gave it a car wash. I put the air in the tires. So now, I'm home. I don't got to deal with any. I don't got to go to a gas station. I don't got to do nothing. Okay. Now, if I didn't and I needed gas, I could get gas. But uh, but again, going to fill the car with gas, if I can do it before Cholomoid, and I don't have to, now we don't go to work every day like that. So it'll last me two, three weeks. So why shouldn't I do it before Cholomoid? Badafka, not to do it so I can go to the gas. Now, you can go to the gas station. The car can't go. But if I want Yontif to be more Yontif spirit, it's not in the spirit to go into the gas station unless you need to go to the gas station. So why can't I take care of that beforehand? And I gave the car a car wash and I've put the air in the tires and all that. That's all of the hole. right? So now try to take care of it beforehand. Okay, that was that idea. Next, Toner Now another price of dealing with contracting now non-Jews. Now we're talking contracting non-Jews on Cholmite. Can you or can't you? So, the Brisa says, Mekablin kiboles bamoed. You can enter into a contract with a non-Jew on Cholmite. However, la soso to have them perform the work after the holiday. So all you're doing is verbalizing. You're talking. You're saying to the Goy, okay, after Cholmite, I want to book you now. And I want you to do it afterwards. Okay, that you can do. However, but to contract him to work on Cholamoid, Ubemoid, for them actually doing work on Cholamoid for you, usser. So therefore, but means more than that. So what if you entered in the contract beforehand? A week before Cholamoid. And he's starting a week before Cholamoid. Okay, so even though I contracted him before Cholamoid, he can't work for me on Cholamoid. The Goy cannot work for me on Cholamoid. Okay? The Bryce is teaching, although the possibility exists that the non-Jew will begin work on Cholamoid in violation agreement, we do not prohibit one to enter into the contract. In other words, you could, if he's violating it, that's a different story. Like, why are you, why are you um, making a contract for after Cholamoid? He could violate it. Okay, listen, what can you do? He violates it, he violates it. Case where the non-Jew violates the contract and begins working on Cholamoid, there is disagreement amongst Rishonim whether you have to stop him or not. Okay, fine. So that's the idea, and therefore you want to avoid again. Best, you always want to think in advance. Certain things, you you know, you book a vacation. First thing I check: Do I have any yurt sites? <laughs> I don't want to be away on vacation on yurt site. Is there any uh, whatever Jewish stuff that we got to be careful of? So, so same thing over here. So, for example, my wife very much wants to, uh, the, our backyard is a disaster. It's with all the kids we had over the years. You don't try to have a nice backyard, right? Finally, 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 she's, so she's got in her head. She wants to redo the backyard, put in a, if you ever look at our, it's like, it's not even grass. It's like that. She says, okay, wants to redo that, put in this, make it a nice backyard. So the guy, she comes to this uh, Italian guy, you know, and says, okay, I can start for you right now. He says, I can start on Wednesday, today, and I'll be done by Friday. 
So I said to my wife, nothing doing. Don't believe what they're going to say. It's going to be done on Friday. It's not going to be done on Friday. I say, Tom, right after Cholmoy, he could start. And that's it. So the same idea. You see, so therefore, you try to avoid these things or you stipulate. Nowadays, it's a little different. In the old days, a guy says, what do I care what you say? Go stop me. I'll kill you if you do something. But now you can tell the you can tell the contractor, this is the contract. You cannot work on these days. It's a holiday. You cannot work. Some if they know you're out of town, they'll go anyway and do it. But uh, so that that's the issue. Now we'll just one more, and then we'll take questions. Close Sheldover. This is the general rule that's coming out of this. Close Whatever you can do on Cholamoid. You can tell a non-Jew to do it for him on Cholamoy. If it's a certain activity that's permitted, you're allowed to do it. Yeah, but I can hire the guy to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm a rich man. I want to hire the guy. So I can do that. Whoever doesn't, can't do it himself. He can't tell a non-Jew to do it either. And therefore, he's not allowed to contract. I can, I can, I can, Say to myself, I'm going to fix up my house after Cholomoyed. I can do that. I can I can tell myself I'm going to do it after Cholomoyed. So I can tell the guy to do it after Cholomoyed. I can't do certain work on Cholomoyed, so I can't have the guy do work for that as well. Okay, question. Was there a question? Yeah. yeah. You said verbally. You mean you should not sign a contract during Cholomoyed? Even though you say you come after Cholomoyed. Okay, that's another thing. And that's, that's another malach about writing. Yeah. You can't write on Cholomoid. We'll get to that. So it has to be verbal. It would have to be verbal. And if you're going to say, well, you don't trust this non-Jew, well, you know, as long as you're not giving him any cash. Verbal, he wants a deposit, you're in so, so you can tell him to write, tell him to write, uh, I received a deposit of X amount of money and this and that. Um, and then there's other issues, giving him the money, even the guy that also kind of looks like weak to activity. So... It would seem from the simple, it's just in those olden days, I don't know how much they wrote about contracts, but you basically it should be verbally would be much better, which you can't do. So you could have, uh, you can call in a, a contractor and say, listen, I want you to fix up my stuff after after Cholomite, and you could talk to him about it. Uh, okay, next. Tanya, we learned in another Brysa. Makadwin Kibolis Bemoid. La Sosa can enter into contracts with non-Jews during Cholomoy to have them do the work after Cholomoy, as we said. But now is a new point. Even if you're contracting, there might be some work involved in the contracting process. Friday, one doesn't measure, one doesn't weigh, and one does not count. We'll see what this is. Like you do in a weekday. When you enter certain contracts, Sometimes you get, to enter the contract, you have to weigh, let's say, he's going to give spun thread to the weaver. He's making a contract. Here, I want you to just make an outfit for me. Okay. You, will, you, will you provide me the material? Yes, I'll write the material. Okay, to make this garment, I need, what, three yards of this. So, okay. So he goes in, now he measures the three yards and gives it to the goy. That you can't do. Okay, or counting the pieces to give to the laundry because measuring, weighing, and counting are weekdays activities. So, you, so the guy cannot do it or you cannot? You, you, you or the guy can't do it because whatever you can't do, the guy can't do. Okay. 
So you're allowed to say, okay, we're going to make up. We're just, just talking, just talking. You do the work afterwards. Fine. You're going to make me a suit, custom-made suit? No problem. What material? I got in the back material. Okay, you're going to make it? Yeah, but I we have to, I want you to measure it. Could be the guy is in town now. He's out of town for a week, and he wants to work at it in his house. Or how about he get a custom-made suit? What's the first thing you got to do? He has to measure you. That's all weekday activities. Okay. Uh, so that's very interesting. Now look in the halacha here. Here Rashi, here in the riff explains these prices of friend can make with non-Jews. And when the Shulchan teaches the law, it too only mentions non-Jews. The Morgan Avram, who came after Shulchan rules, once we to contract with a Jew during Cholamoyed for work that will be performed after the festivals. It's not just to, to contract for afterwards. Why only a goy? Why can't you do with a Jew? Mr. Brew explains, authorities discussed a non-Jew, not because the permit is limited to Gentiles, because one might assume it's forbidden to contract with them since they may begin working on Cholamite. Remember, you can't trust them. So often, that does happen. They do kind of not keep their word, right? I, I know when Mayor was repairing his house, it was, he was making them nuts. They kept saying, oh, can't we come now? Says, no, no, no. Well, I'll just come for a minute. And then sometimes they just show up. Well, I was in the neighborhood. So Mary said, no, get out. I told you not to. It's Okay, contracting with Jews, it's certainly permissible. So therefore, that you can do and give him the business. All right, now comes an interesting type of work that you would never think of because you're not farmers or cattle mar- or ranchers. Tanner Abana, other work. Ain Marvin One may not mount a male animal upon a female animal during Chol Hamoid for them to have mating. Why? Because that's an unnecessary exertion. I don't know exactly what they have to do. No, you you're mounting them. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what they they're doing. Something. Yeah, I don't, do okay, you can Google it. <laughs> not me. Not me. But anyway, there is effort involved. So who says you have to mount them? She can't get pregnant a week later? Maybe that's the time for the female. Uh-oh, hang on. We're going to get... Similarly, now this is not a cholamoid law. This is a different law regarding a firstborn male animal that has kedusha or animals that were sanctified, but they had a blemish, and now you can't use with a mace, but they still carry a certain degree of sanctity. You also can't mount a male animal with well, a female using a firstborn male, because you can't work with them, or an inv- or an invalid sacrifice. Same idea. Okay, I don't want to get into that part, but the main part is the Cholomite part. Okay, now, Tanya, we learn another Braisa. We don't mount an animal like we said before. But now, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi says, But if the she-donkey comes into heat and she demands the attention of the male, now, Marvino you can mount a male upon her. Why? Because you don't want her to cool down. In other words, she only has a certain time where she's in the mood to procreate. Why is it necessary for intervention from the farmer? I, I, I don't I know. know. I, I, they need some help. Maybe it's domesticated. Yeah, maybe it's domesticated. Whatever. 
Once her desire goes unsatisfied, it's very difficult to mate with her. So this represents a significant loss because you won't have any children for this season, let's say. So that is when it's allowed if it's a Hefzid Maruba. Okay, now another interesting thing, how do you fertilize your farm? Well, if you got animals, you don't have to buy any. So now the question is, can you fertilize your farm with the animals on Cholamoid? How is that? Vishar Cholabahemus, and the case of other uh, female animals. Oh, I'm sorry. We, I'm still one more line. I'm sorry. The other female animals, Machniso, of course. You just bring them in the corrals with the males, and they mate on their own. That's right. Okay. That's other species, but not like these. Okay. Fine. Now we come to the fertilizer. You don't pen animals in a field for the purposes of manuring them. In other words, they would take a, a, a portable fence and you'd move it around the field every day. You put the, the fence on a certain area, keep the animals there, let them eat, and let them do their business, and you fertilize the area, then move the fence over the next day. That way you fertilize the whole field. So in the diary, you can't Pen up animals for the purpose of manuring it. Can't do it on Shabbos, Yontav, and Cholamoy. Why? It's because it's a tolada of the malacha of sowing or plowing. Although by penning the animals, the owner is not directly performing fertilization. It's still prohibited by rabbinic law since it's similar to fertilization performed by a person. So you can't do that whole penning where you have to move the pen and all these things. Now, if the animals are just grazing on their own and you're not doing anything, that's a different story. But this is like well-thought-out fertilizing, even though you're not actively fertilizing the land, but you're accommodating it by moving the fences. And that's what the next line says. But if they come by themselves, mutter, then that's okay. That's not a problem. But still, even then, but you can't assist them in moving the animals from one section to another. Okay, guys, uh, move along to the next section. Oh, I like it over here. No, no, you already manured it up. So you can't do that. I'm just the point when I'm talking about Shabbos and, and Yankov. Isn't more trapping a bigger issue? When you put no, you're not. Chin, you're trapping them. They're in no, a they're domesticated. It's not, you can't trap a domesticated animal. It's not trapping. It's already trapped. Even if you push them into another pen that's a smaller pen than their big grazing field, it's not trapping? No, because they, they're listening to you. Yeah. What, 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 think of when you're trapping. What do you trap? Wild animal. Wild animal. I know, but these animals can... Let's say, I'll give you a good trap. example. You, you don't have a dog. You have a dog. It's your pet. It's okay, here, Sparky, come into the house. He listens to you. That's not trapping. You, you, you have him the whole time. He listens to you all the time. Take a wild dog and get him into your house. That's going to be trapping. These are domesticated animals, so there's no trapping. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, those who own homes, I don't own a home anymore, so I don't know. You contract a gardener to come and cut your grass at the beginning of the season. And you say you and cannot you come on set. To cut the grass. That's it. That. You tell them in advance. These are the days you cannot come. You got to do that. Oh, he does it every week. Nope. Doesn't matter. So then you don't do it that yeah. week. Yeah, Mike's snow and uh, gardening, whatever. He does it. For, he has a firm customer. And he knows it. Not on Shabbos. Yeah. No, Shabbos is one of them. I don't know what I'm holding on. I told my gardener not to come on Yantavans. 
a weekly, but um, he'll never come on a Saturday. But with Kolomoy, let's say Kolomoy, do you want to do cleanup? I guess end of the season cleanup. Cannot no. go on Kolomoy. Can't do Kolomoy. Okay, two more lines to the Mishnah. You can't provide them with watchmen to guard their flock. Okay. In other words, you're having a goy who works for a Jew, and it's forbidden for the Jew to assist him in any way in that way. Furthermore, if the Jew would assist the non-Jews or provide a watchman for them, it would appear that he hired them to do the work. Okay. So, now... Now, what if the non-Jew who's manuring the field was hired per week, per month, per year, or per seven-year span? So he's hired for one of these periods to do this, but not for this specific. So so then you can assist the workers because it's not really for Shabbos. It's for his own convenience. Remember, you don't need it to dafka on Shabbos. The guy is going on his own. And he's doing it at his own convenience. Okay? Wow. This is, but not that you've asked him to do it. Okay? So, uh, now, although it's generally forbidden to perform vigorous work at Cholomoyed, once permitted to assist the non in his task, as it requires very little exertion. Okay. Okay, you know, let's stop here. There's a lot to talk about over here. So we're going to go back two lines tomorrow and fill it, finish it up. It's, it's a lot of issues here. Yeah, Shukoyah. Another beautiful day today.